Hello everyone and welcome to our review for The Flash. Uh, we just got out of the New Zealand premiere for it. Comes out next week for worldwide for everyone. So yeah, we're going to discuss it right here, right now. Um, obviously, you guys know us. We're not going to get into spoiler territory. We may look at be doing um, a spoiler review later on because there's lots to talk about. But we're going to try and talk about the movie without talking about the movie. Um, so yeah, no spoilers then. What did you think of this? I thought it was a bit my expectations, mm -hmm. but it didn't quite live up to the hype of the stuff I read and, you know, the praises that yeah. execs and Tom Cruise were giving. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it reached quite that level, but it was still a very good, a good film and probably isn't one of the best DCU movies since the Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. That is the James Gunn one. I was for, just about for, to ask. Yeah. Clarification there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think um, obviously this borrowed heavy elements from the Flashpoint. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to go into that because it's already yeah, a comic course, and yeah. thing. It's pretty much where the Flash goes back in time, save his parents, and he comes back into his own timeline, and everything's changed. So the Atlanteans are at war with um, with the Amazonians, and Thomas Wayne is Batman, and Martha Wayne is the Joker. Mm -hmm. um, and Flash is obviously trying to figure out how to fix all of that. But his parents are alive. Mm -hmm. um, and this, it is somewhat the same. Like, he goes back in time to save his mother, yet with less and bit, a bit less of involvement in there. Mm -hmm. And when he comes back, he gets knocked into another timeline and everything's just messed up. And, yep. you know, the events transpires there as from there. So, obviously, the Batman, no spoilers, because it's... In the trailers. Yeah, of course. Is yep. that, um, yeah. Whatever's Michael, in the trailer, we, we can free yeah. discuss that, so I feel. So, Michael Keaton is pretty much this this world's Batman, and Sasha Cal as Supergirl is Superman. Yeah. Um, and that goes on from there. So, it, it's not quite a, exactly like Flashpoint, but it follows similar threads, mm -hmm. so to speak, um, which was pretty cool. I mean, you can't, ex I wouldn't really expect them to copy the Flashpoint exact. Yeah. Because um, then everyone will just be criticizing how it's just a rip off of that, mm -hmm. but probably not as good, you know. Yeah. So I am. I do like what they did with this. You know, it, it was different spins on stuff. It there was um I wouldn't say jaw dropping moments, but like oh shit moments in there. Yeah. The fan service is, it is forced, but it's funny at the same time. Um, there's some of them is really good. Yeah. And then others is just like <laughs> you're clearly trying here, but you know it's still cool and funny. Um, I can't really talk about the ending because it's a bit minute because apparently we haven't seen the actual ending of The Flash because there's a secret ending that's not going to be shown until films uh, yeah, I, I think it's just something very brief and yeah, well, funny maybe, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Or it could have actual um, implications towards the... Um, DCU? DCU, yeah. The so one, yep. I'm not even going to talk about the ending just in case it is the actual ending. Yeah. But I thought the way it ended was pretty cool, you know, like... Mm -hmm. um, Flash did what he did, but still there were some sort of con consequences for him at the end of the day. It would be neat if DCU was continuing on. That's how I would put it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of performances, I think this is easily Ezra Miller's best um, portrayal of the Flash. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been um, one of those guys that didn't like him as the Flash, and that's from when he first got casted in the Justice League. Yep. I didn't enjoy him then. And then um, when Zack Snyder's came out, it was a bit more better. And then I think this one is just a hell of a lot better. He had a lot more to do in this. Um, mm -hmm. You've got to obviously 
obviously see that there was a lot more emotion behind it. They're going to see him to do a lot more as well, you know, the different sides of acting, the funny mm. side, the emotional side, you know, the physicality, CGI, yeah, physical, I would say physicality side as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I thought he was great in this. Um, Michael Keenan as Batman, you know, as someone that watched the 89 version, um, it was always great to see him and hear that score. Mm-hmm. I thought he was, he did great and I don't think he outstayed his welcome. Yeah. Um, he was in there quite a bit, but not, overshadowing the flash mm-hmm. um because it is his movie after all and um sasha cal as supergirl i thought she was great um yeah. for such a very minor role on screen time mm-hmm. and her experience as well this is like her first big role and yeah. i thought she did really really well mm-hmm. um with more screen time would i think she would have excelled a lot more yeah but still a very good um thing from this mm-hmm. uh in regards to the score I was a little bit disappointed. I mean, the score isn't terrible. It's obviously better than most DC stuff we get nowadays. Yeah. Um, it did sound quite flashy, and I hope people mm. know what I mean by that. You know, yeah. like slow, fast beats. It's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm quite sad that I didn't include that um, score in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah. You might know what it's called. Yeah. At the Speed of Force. At yeah. the Speed of Force, yeah. Because yeah. um, that, that's a fantastic um, theme. Mm-hmm. When we discussed this before the film even started, that we were hoping that it was in it. Yeah. Um, but sadly, that wasn't. It was in the trailer, so I'm surprised it wasn't yeah. you know, in this movie. Maybe rights for composers or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I thought the score overall was fine. Visuals was pretty hit and miss <laughs> at most points yeah. really it's the typical you know cgi fest that you get mm-hmm. nowadays with um combat films but yeah. i think the way that they portrayed the flash's speed was better in this film than they did in justice league and zach snow's justice league i think the way that they mm-hmm. visualized that was a lot better yeah um but the overall cgi and stuff cinematography was pretty average as well mm-hmm. um yeah that's my thoughts it's interesting i'm i'm mostly on board with what you're saying here um i agree with you in terms of it meeting expectations i wouldn't go as far to say it exceed my expectations um i was never really down low heavily on this movie it always it always had its problems and that's not um part of you know my judgment here but um you know we heard a lot over the recent months about this movie being amazing some of the you know one of the best comic book movies coming out and whatnot but i don't think it is i don't think it even comes close to it i think there is a lot not okay i'm not gonna say a lot but there is a good amount of issues with this at times it doesn't feel like flash's movie i think batman isn't like way too much honestly it like considering you know i don't want to get into runtimes about characters and stuff but you know you compare batman's runtime with other characters it's it's quite significant um it feels like at some time at some points during the movie it loses focus on you know the flash's goal and what's happening there and it's just like deviates to this other point and what's going on in that timeline if you know what i'm following and oh, anyone yeah. who's seen the movie where we ought to follow what i'm talking about there and then it kind of just gets back to what it was you know doing beforehand so it was just a little bit jumbled there so i think that third act is a little bit messy and uh it's not focusing on the right things um but i'll say that humor and heart they find a nice balance in this uh there are parts where it's genuinely funny and there are parts where it's like genuinely quite moving um you know i think you know recently in like comic movies and mcu's a uh a big one for this is where it's like the humor 
comes in when it's supposed to be emotional and then yeah. it loses all impact and it's not funny it's kind of cringe and yeah you just you don't you don't feel anything i think this does a really good job of like balancing those tones because uh, Barry Allen is, you know, a naturally funny character, and we've seen it on the TV show, and they've balanced it pretty well throughout there. I've only seen three seasons, so I'm not going to see any more. Uh, <laughs> you could speak more on that if you want to, because you have seen everything, Trooper. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought they did a very good thing there. Um, I love how they put in like uh, paradoxical kind of like concepts into you know the timelines and not the multiverse but like all this different kind of stuff it, it allows it to be thought-provoking without it being um confusing and i'll go to you know avengers endgame is confusing when it handles time i don't i didn't find this one confusing i found it pretty straightforward and i think any audience member could go in there and enjoy it and not question things too much when it comes to time travel which is very hard to do. Any time travel always has like major questions like, wait, how did that happen if that yeah. happened? And I don't think this, I think this did it or explained it pretty well or defined their rules in that universe pretty well where you're not going to be questioning it too much. Um, I thought some of the camera work was fantastic. Uh, you know, in particular, you know, there's a scene at the the start of the movie, the opening action sequence. Um where some people are falling out of oh, the building yeah. and yeah. it's just it's super creative <laughs> the camera's all over the place it's only really hindered by you know visual effects which there's some good visual effects i'll give it that but there are some horrendous shots like just so bad and i'm like oh like it's, it's painful stuff <laughs> but it's kind of become the norm with so. big budget movies these days i think it's you know mostly in part to a lot of this kind of content coming out with not much VFX workers and then being overworked and underpaid and la di da. Um, but yeah, some some bad VFX there, some good VFX. Uh, yeah, as for the score, you know, Nan, Nan said it pretty pretty well there. Just I I don't I didn't think it elevated the movie. It didn't launch out at me or anything, but it didn't really distract me from the movie. I think it just fit in well and was fine. Um, but yeah, I mean. Overall, I thought it was satisfying. It's, you know, it's obviously a movie about letting go, moving on from pain. And, you know, pain is kind of like what, you know, makes you you. And it's kind yeah. of a, a good thing at the end of the day. Um, so I think they hit that um, message quite, quite strongly for the most part. And it, it's one that I think should be appreciated by most people. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to add on to that? No, I, I thought some of the Batman fight sequences was good, just the way that, that, good, yeah. that he used like his gadgets to accompany his fight yeah. style. I thought that's probably mm. one of the best Batman like fight sequences where he uses gadgets and like yeah. his surroundings that we've seen in mm -hmm. cinema so far. It was cool to see um Keaton's um Batman to do that as well. Yeah, they, you couldn't do that back in the you know eighties nineties. No way. Yeah, <laughs> so it was really cool. So I did mm. really like that. Um, yeah. but other than that, I don't think I have anything else to say really yeah i mean there, there is cameos in it as expected and there's obviously fan service as well yeah um some hit some don't i think i think the fan service is good i think because like you you know the difference between cheap fan service and like earned trans uh, fan service i was gonna yeah. say transformers for some reason thinking about monday <laughs> <laughs> yeah which we're gonna go see um but yeah no i think they really earned their fan service here or it felt appropriate I think there's a couple of things where it felt a little bit like forced and unnatural. I think we both um, 
you know, kind of looked at each other when it came on. <laughs> but I think it's goofy and it's meant to be goofy in that kind of way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's fun. I I thought it was like cool to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, as for the the action sequences, I thought they were really good. Like all of them. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, I think I think you um brought up that important point about uh the Flash's powers. I think they're quite hard to um I don't know what that was. <laughs> we just had a big bang. Um it's just all cool stuff. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, Flash's powers are quite hard to portray in film, especially, um, having, you know, quite compelling action sequences with a villain. And I think they did a very good job here and just showing his powers, you know, and how he uses it for his day and yeah. what he can do. I thought they were really well done. Yeah. Um, final question for you though, because, you know, on let's be real on Monday, we touched upon, um, Andy. Muschietti. Um, he'll be directing Batman Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. We see him, uh, he's done Batman sequences here and, you know, he's had uh, two Batmans to, to play around with. Um, they were both in the trailers. Don't, don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> they were both in the trailers. Um, and so, yeah, he's going to be directing that movie and we've just seen uh, this movie where it's his, I think it's his first comic movie. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. We you can clarify those details later. No. But uh, the the writer for this um for the Flash is also the writer of Batman Brave and the Bold as well. So what are, what are your thoughts moving forward with Batman Brave and the Bold? Yeah, I'm all for it now as well. Um, I pretty much said said it in on the Let's Real podcast that I was um for it. Um, oh, my final thoughts would be after I see this, and I think mm. the way that he did Batman, and if we can get any more of the action sequences as we did in this film, I'll be so much happier. Yeah. Um, considering Batman is somewhat of a younger, or is supposed to be so much more of a younger sort of um, actor and brave and bold than he is in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the writing, um, there's obviously stuff that they can work on, and it depends what story they go with. Um, so I can't quite comment on that. But in terms of the director, yeah, I, I'm quite happy with um, this yeah. director coming on board. Oh, yeah. Because um, the writer, Christina Hodson, she wrote Birds of Prey. And Bumblebee, um, which are two pretty good movies. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know it's it's a movie that could come together and be something quite good. And as you said before, you know the action sequences with Batman they were good. So I don't have any doubt that they can bring that here as well. I just hope they really go with that kind of style of Batman. You know the kind of goofy, almost superhero like kind of action sequences. Because I love what Reeves is doing with the Batman, really grounded, human. Um, you know, he's not Captain America or anything. He gets beaten up and yeah, yeah, and it's quite brutal. And I love, I would love to to say, and you know, the DC Elseworlds is what they're doing. So if it's a really goofy comic book, you know, almost over the top kind of style of like action, it's one I'm going to be quite on board for. And I think with Robin, you kind of have to do that because you can't bring a, a child into like. Brutal fight sequences. And how old's Robin again? Like, was he 15, 14? Yeah, I think this version is around about that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, And you, you just could not do that. I don't think. I, there'd be people and like disappointed or angry about it, as you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, anything to add on about The Flash? No. No. Is it worthy of being our least anticipated movie for the year? <laughs> mm. That was only there because of Ezra Miller and his controversy. But now, if I had it in my top 10, I'd 
it'll be fine. It'll probably be still in that lower top ten. I don't think it would for me. I, yeah, I thought it was fine. It's, uh, it's a movie we're gonna have to go see again because apparently they're changing it. Yeah, or it's different for screenings after the sixteenth. Is yeah. what we've read, which is uh, annoying and quite deceiving. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I meant to make an assessment on how the film wraps up. If yeah. I mean, they did yeah. show a video of the director telling us that what we're seeing is not the final product. So that is true. But I, I yeah. thought it was just something that they showed at CinemaCon or mm. you know fan screenings. Yeah, I mean they just left it in here, but um, must be true. Yeah, I mean it's just like reviews have come out and they're not that great in terms of what we heard. We heard I thought it'd be like you know mid 80s or you know even then perhaps the 90s just so much positivity um and then it, it debuted around 69 percent. i think it's at like 71 72 um perhaps that ending kind of it might influence like people's opinions because could the ending does wrap up in a way that kind of you know could allow you to have a different assessment on the movie yeah, yeah. so we'll have to see that how that goes um but yeah I guess we leave it to the score now. What is your rating out of 10? My one will probably be a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go 6.8. Yeah. Thought about that one on the drive home. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm notorious for um, May and always having to go first and me taking my time to come up with ratings out of 10. Yeah. So now I think about on the way home. <laughs> what is my number? <laughs> Um, but yes, that is going to do it for us today on the flash review. Uh, again, we might be doing a spoiler review. We'll have to see what, depending on our time. Um, that's a big news week or something like that. We might just not have the capacity to do it. Um, but yeah, you know, um, if you liked this, make sure you follow us on any, uh, podcast platform that you're listening from. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest. Check us follow on Twitter. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Support us and the show and everything that we're doing. Also, you guys can tune into moviegames.com. Uh, and there we do 4K uh, movie analysis, uh, box office analysis. Uh, we cover award season, review movies, the works. Remember to sign up for our weekly newsletter and never miss an update. Thanks again for joining us for the Flash Review. We'll catch you on Monday for Transformers Rise of the Beast review. Keep bringing the hype. Peace. See ya.